Superhero Stuff You Should Know is part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Valerie Ray Miller. I play Tiffany Fox in Batman the Enemy Within. You are listening to Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Hey, this is Ben from Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and I have an important announcement for you guys. At the end of every single episode of Superhero Stuff You Should Know, you might hear a shout out to our fans, one of whom is Matt Herring, who was one of the original Superhouse fans. He's always given us his support, and now it's time that we support him. Uh, we've just recently found out that Matt has been diagnosed with stage 4 colon cancer. And as a cancer survivor myself, I know personally that there's a lot of emotional and financial strain that comes into that. Uh, his wife, Kelly, has set up a GoFundMe account at gofundme.com slash f slash Matthew hyphen kicks hyphen cancer 039s hyphen butt. Uh, and hopefully you can help reduce the financial strain to that, as well as some of the emotional strain that comes with that. Again, that's gofundme.com slash f slash Matthew dash kicks dash cancer 039s dash butt. Matt Herring was the first, I guess you could say, true Superhouse fan. We were Superhouse at that time. You know, the first fan of this podcast and what we do here and um, has always supported us, talked about us, and um, he's from a town close to where I'm from, and uh, so we share that as well, and just a huge superhero fan, and, you know, nerd like the rest of us, and now he's going through that, and uh, if you could donate just at least any amount of money to that link that Ben just said, that would be truly appreciated just hang in there matt you'll beat this thing soon the riddler has met his untimely demise and in the afterlife he meets an unlikely ally riddle me this why am i dead how did i die no seriously i have no idea i blacked out and then i'm here and a riddle for me who is this guy in front of me this bald man with a ponytail in the back. Did you happen to see the manner in which I shuffled loose my mortal coil? Is this the astral plane? It's whatever you call it, man. It's nice. Who are you? I'm Chad. And Chad, can you tell me how exactly I got here? Uh, I don't know, man. I think you, you might have died. Well, that's obvious, but I blacked out before I died, and I have absolutely no idea how I got to this astral plane. I think I might have seen it, man. I think, uh, you were talking to Batman on some sort of yacht, and, uh, uh, I think this little, uh, just looked like some girl just shot some sort of poison dart into your neck. It looked really gnarly. Tiffany, I should have known. Is that her name? Maybe. Do you have her number or something? I don't think she's dead yet, but one can hope she suffers a worse fate than I. I don't know, but like, when she gets here, you know, maybe I could like get some coffee or something? Is there coffee in the afterlife? This place is full of so many dot 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 riddles. Did you just say dot 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 out loud? You know, with this green suit on with all the question marks, I've never been one for dot 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 subtlety. Ha! St. Peter arrives with a giant list. <laughs> Looks like we have a newbie. That would be me. What's your name, young man? My friends call me Edward Nigma, but you can call me the Riddler. Well, I have to look up a few names right uh, now, so let me just go over my list and... Well, not seeing you on my list here, Mr. Riddler. I should be here in heaven because I was most certainly a good person. 
I was the one that was killed. She killed me. I didn't kill anyone. Uh, Mr. Chad, do you, you, are you acquainted with, with this young man here? I don't know, man. I just met him. I thought he was like a leprechaun or something. We're the best of pals. I, yeah, I don't know who this guy is, man. Mr. Nigma, I think we have a bus arriving, and they're just gonna go ahead and take you on well south of here. Uh, Chad, once you're done playing in the dirt, will you meet me in the grotto? News to me, there's dirt in heaven. You're like, totally gonna need some sunscreen, bro. It doesn't take a genius to figure out that this bus is going to hell, because right on the side of it, it says bus to hell. Maybe I'll like the music there more. Welcome once again to Superhero Stuff You Should Know, a Superhouse podcast. This is once again your co-host, Ben, the man who knows too much about Batman. And with me is... Andrew, everybody, how's it going? And this is Wolfie. I met Batman once, but nobody believed me. And we still don't. Uh, and then we have... <laughs> Damn it. Iron Grip Handshake. We have a very special guest with us. As our listeners know, the Telltale Batman video game series is one of our favorite takes on the character and the mythos. In season two, Batman the Enemy Within, the game took an, a uh, relatively obscure comic character uh, with, under the form of uh, Tiffany Fox and gave her a very vital role in that season, making her a lot more interesting, more compelling than she's ever been in the comics, making her into an actual character. And our special guest was the one who brought that version of Tiffany Fox to life. Please welcome Valerie Ray Miller. Yay! Yay. <laughs> yeah! Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Of course, of course. So, uh, I guess getting right into it, before becoming involved with Batman the Enemy Within, were you ever a superhero fan, a Batman fan growing up? Yeah, I actually, I I like Batman, but I wasn't like super heavy into the comic books and I never played the video games. So I had no idea about any of it. Mm. <laughs> Is that helpful? Well, that's okay. The, our video games growing up were not that great no, when it comes to Batman, not. as we covered in an episode. So. Yeah, we actually spent three episodes on that. Four? Did we do four? Something like that. Close to four, two of them being on the on the Telltale series. So the, yeah. The, oh, yeah, two Telltale yeah, ones. Yeah, yes, the Enemy Within right. got its own episode, because oh, wow. there's so much yeah, so much to talk about on that. But yeah, it's uh, there was not a lot of great video games compared to where they not are now, with it, especially with, with Batman. <laughs> yes. Now you can be the bat, indeed. So you grew up. You grew up just to, to piggyback off of that real quick, Ben. You grew up uh, watching like uh, you went to like all the like um, what do you call it? Eighty nine Batman movie, the Michael Keaton one, all yeah, that the ones in yeah, the nineties. Yeah, for sure. Do you have a favorite out of those? I think Michael Keaton might have been my favorite Batman. Is that bad? No, no way. Perfectly <laughs> acceptable. <laughs> So Honestly, Valerie will bring you back to the more recent ones. <laughs> Seriously, that was the right answer. Okay, because I get into fights with people about this sometimes. Okay. Oh uh, well, they're all wrong. Yeah, exactly. I, thank you, guys. <laughs> okay. Now I have backup. Yeah, have yeah. Proof. So, what makes Keaton your favorite? Um, he's just such an interesting guy, and he was grounded. Mm -hmm. Not saying that Christian Bale wasn't, or you know, any of the other <laughs> subsequent Batman. Okay, you can trash um, talk. <laughs> he's just such an interesting guy and he didn't come across like I feel like a lot of times they spend too much energy allowing him to be a brat uh mm. yeah interesting I get, that, that gives him like more uh, scenes to kind of for, for um, what you call it for Alfred to be like you're wrong sir or something like <laughs> yeah, that that's yeah. really the 
I could see why they do that. Maybe but yeah, it does it's come time to grow up. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not interested. I'm not interested. Yeah, I'd, no, I'd much rather him be a little smarter. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. There was always something in the Keaton ones where Keaton Batman felt like you watch him on screen for two movies and you hadn't figured him out yet. Exactly. I think Keaton. Keaton was good at that. Like it was like. It was like you were you were never seeing a full side of him. Right. Which I thought was cool. There was depth yeah. that you weren't that wasn't so obvious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Bale, you when he's like talking with um, Alfred and 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 when he's vulnerable in the vulnerable scenes, you can t- kind of see him completely. But with Keaton, it's like I don't know who this guy is. It's true. <laughs> <Right>. Entirely. <laughs> it's very true. Very true. <laughs> so. Um, more of a general question, but what made you get into acting in the first place? What was the spark? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say I was always that kid um, as a kid growing up. I'm not one of those, uh, you know, there are a lot of actors that just like need a lot of attention and um, <laughs> they always want to put on a show or whatever. I was never really that, but I okay. always liked understanding where other people came from. I have a lot of empathy as a person. Cool. Uh that's and interesting. I, yeah, and I really enjoyed being able to um, connect with a character and other people based on that. It was just something different, mm. you know? It felt like a challenge in that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And just great. becoming the other person and kind of exploring empathy in some way or something Yeah, like that. absolutely. Absolutely. And And you get, like, to me, and I know this is probably not a common thing either, but I feel like most people, I get along with most people. There's some, <laughs> yeah. There's some people that are just, can I cuss on this? Yes. <laughs> I don't want to make oh, yes. Okay. There's some people that are just assholes. And <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it. But yep. assholes in the entertainment industry. I don't say. Hmm. I have a hard time. <laughs> right, right. Understanding this right? concept. <laughs> but sometimes even within that assholery, yeah. <laughs> you can find that there's something that you can connect to with them as a person. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, cool. I feel like with acting, it's a way to utilize that. I guess it's kind of a gift I have as a person, you know? Right. Yeah. That's interesting. That's pretty deep, deep reason to get into it, I think. So let me go. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make it better? So it's not <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Okay. <laughs> I throw them in there sometimes. Just go. <laughs> if it'll get me the job, God damn it. <laughs> you know, to a point, to a point. Mm. Uh, ner- yeah, 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 for sure. My nerdness yeah. creeps out too much, so I just let it be. Okay. Nice. All right. That's a perfect all right. way to be. I think that's how this. <laughs> We're whole all thing about that started. nerdness here. <laughs> you do a thing uh, about superheroes. I never would have guessed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know it's a surprise. <laughs> Just bear with us. So, in recording the uh, Telltale series, did you get to interact with the fellow cast members like Troy Baker, or did you record everything separately? I did one day, my first day. I met uh, Troy, and my dad was McAvoy, nice. right? I met them I met them the very first session they brought me in to record and it was hilarious to me because <laughs> I didn't suspect or I, I you would not expect looking at them that those voices would have come out of it. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. It yeah. tripped me out a little bit. It really got Sign me. Kind of a great <laughs> voice actor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like just was unexpected, and then Troy cool. does the Batman, of course. you know, and, I, I, and, yeah. and every chance I kept trying to do it in the care in my character when there was a chance to work it in, and it would crack us up in the booth because I got to do the Batman voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome! I was gonna say most of the time, or on other occasions, you're just coming in and recording your stuff solo. Yeah, absolutely. 
Okay. You're not okay. even in the booth, like the directors and stuff, like for me, mm-hmm. they're in another state. So they're over mm. headphones. Yeah, that's uh, great. Yeah. So I guess you can do it from home with your setup and everything. Well, now, but at the time, <laughs> you weren't doing oh, it. Okay. Bless you. Salud. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so my next question is going to be a spoiler, uh, even a spoiler that we did not discuss in the Telltale Batman the Enemy Within episode. So for our listeners, if you haven't played the game and you're interested in it, and you still haven't played it, even though we covered it months ago. First of all, <laughs> shame on you. But second of all, you can pause it here, uh, skip over this question because it's a huge spoiler. So my question is, what was your reaction to finding out that you had killed the Riddler? Um, it was... <sighs> the way I found out, I should say, probably colors it a lot. Because you don't see the entire script before. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So you're reading and you're learning what's going on as you go. So mm. I was incredibly surprised <laughs> because <laughs> so <were> you read, <laughs> right? And you read so many versions because you know how it is. If you pick it, if you make a different choice, you wind up going a different way, right? Mm-hmm. And I, they didn't do them in order, so I wasn't even really sure entirely what was going on. Oh. So uh-huh. I was like, hold on, wait a minute. What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. Um, but yeah, I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was great actually. <laughs> it is but a hell of a twist. I, I was yeah. really surprised. Yeah, I was really surprised. Mm-hmm. And I'm and telling you how often does the Riddler get killed, you know? Right, right. It's probably not that common. I, I, I have no idea, but I'm just telling you, when you're reading the lines and you know, like I said, they're not in order. They're not necessarily in chronological order. They make it as hard as possible for their actors. Yeah, yeah. Nobody in the room, out of order. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, dude, yeah. what just happened? Did I, yeah. did I, did I, did it happen the way I think it did? They're like, yeah. Okay. Did I just kill the Riddler? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Ben, being the Batman expert, mm-hmm. you, uh, what's, what's the list like for those who have killed the Riddler? How short is that list? Uh, I believe Valerie's Tiffany is the only one. Wow! I, I can't yes. really DC think of, trivia. Like, the crowd goes wild. Yes. <laughs> Riddle me this: Who's dead, bitch? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love it. I think there was like it was a dream sequence, so it doesn't really count. But in Titans, they showed like a dream sequence of like Batman having killed uh, a whole bunch of people in Arkham. But like again, that was a dream mm-hmm. sequence, so it technically didn't happen in the canon. So. I think we're still left, and even dream, even if even if dream sequence. even if it did happen that way, uh, I think the Telltale series came up before that show anyway. So you still beat them to the punch. You still yeah. are the first, even if even yeah. if you're not the only. You're still the first. Kiss my <laughs> ring. <laughs> Who's the master? Right. <laughs> Is that fucking um, show enough? That's right. <laughs> well, it's Tiffany Fox now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Kiss my converse. <laughs> oh, man. That's one of the best. Okay. Um, so you were Reaper on the CW? Also yes, in Reaper. Yeah. Yes, also sir. in Reaper, I mean. Yeah. Uh, so are you interested in any more CW roles? It seems like now that you got some DC stuff under your belt and you got CW under your belt... Maybe it's a maybe you know, I don't know I'm just just pointing putting out ideas out there. <laughs> I mean, is it, you know, gonna be on the CW anytime soon? If they want to pay some rent, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> it's an honest answer. 
Definitely. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, it just depends on what it is. But, I mean, you know, these days there's not a lot of stuff happening outside of my house, so. Has <laughs> mm. yeah. it? Yeah, exactly. Has <laughs> it? Has the voiceover work, kind of a tangent question, we're going back to it yeah, maybe, but voiceover work has kind of ex- exploded since COVID, or no? Dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like It's like the only thing you can do, right? Yeah, and, like, tons, everything is, tons of advertising. Um, right. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Lots of ads. Lots of podcast stuff. Like story. Like um, narratives. Ah. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. And I'm trying to think what other interesting stuff I'm gonna do. A lot of time I spend in my little tiny recording booth. <laughs> Not a bad place to be. Yeah. Nah. It's all get good. the voice. Get your voice out there. Exactly. Pretty much. <laughs> so on the topic, uh, continuing on the topic of CW roles, I was curious if you had been following uh, Batwoman on the CW, not just because uh, recently there was the announcement that uh, Javicia Leslie would be taking on the role as the uh, first African-American actress to uh, not only be Batwoman, but also uh, in live action, but also lead a Batman-related property. But also, the show has a very similar storyline as Telltale with their character of Luke Fox rather than Hmm. Tiffany. No, I haven't watched anything. I have friends that work on CW and that right. work for CW. I know mm-hmm. nothing. Gotcha. I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That should be pretty cool, though. Yeah, uh, they do have a whole thing exactly. where... Exactly, let's go. Yeah, they, they do have a whole thing where um, Lucius Fox was killed before the series, and uh, mm. Luke Fox is... Uh, there's a subplot of him seeking out who you know of Luke Fox seeking out who killed his father and and wanting mm-hmm. revenge and uh, you know potentially crossing that line of so killing that person. So yeah, very very similar as well similar. and plus uh, Luke is in the comics he's destined to become the character Batwing uh, in the costume just like how if you pick a certain choice or certain choices right. in the game Tiffany right. could also be a part of the the Batman family. So Right. Very I thought that was a very interesting parallel. Yeah, absolutely. first first incarnation of Batwing was in in the Congo, right? Uh, yes, yes. I forgot the the character's real name uh, outside of Batwing, but then he, I think he passed the mantle over to Luke Fox. Huh. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. he's it's Batman Incorporated, and he's he's spreading. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's teaching people all, all over the world how to be Batman or something like that. <laughs> I need more brand now. recognition. It's all about international brand recognition. I have eighty-three first Latino. I have eighty-three bat symbols on my chest at all times. <laughs> but also in the shadows. <laughs> if you don't wear a bat symbol, nobody knows who you are. Um, so, what is your? What would you say would be your dream role as an actress, where you are in this stage of your acting career? It's so funny because I don't think in those terms. Um, I've been creating my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and acting has always been something where, like I told you, I do it. My my, What I get out of is a little different. So I don't have any great. It's like I'm not one of those people that I want. I always wanted to get an, an Emmy mm-hmm. or an Academy Award or, you know, and I wanted to play this. I just don't care like that. Um, I like characters that are interesting and like I said, are intelligent and then have mm-hmm. a sense of humor. Um, I would much rather, like I said, the stuff that I've been working on on my own that I've been creating, if I could figure out a way to make that pay, I'd be quite mm-hmm. happy. So yeah, that's I, the dream. Yeah. That's the dream role. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Create my own stuff on my end anyway, too. I yeah. dude, I totally high five over here. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> 
And I, my awesome. fingers are crossed for you. Hustle hard, brother. Hope you get it. <laughs> Thank you. Will do. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Oh, man. Can you talk about that that role you're making at all, or is that still kind of under wraps till you're um, ready? Um. Okay, so I have... I've been I write I've been writing for years and I've always written when I was on what show did I start doing I had a blog when I was on Reaper um for TV Guide that um and I wrote about what it was like to be on TV you know to work on a TV show yeah that's cool and and like but my take is like I said my take's always a little bit different (laughs) because it's not like oh my god it's so amazing and I got to go try on clothes and go to this party I don't care about any of that (laughs) <laughs> it was more about like the wardrobe lady was a bitch <laughs> and she was trying to make me wear something awful you know what I mean? it's like that kind of stuff um so um i've always written and i have like a very distinct writing voice and so over the years i've created a bunch of different little things and they're always more in essay form so i've kind of like figured out a way to incorporate that um into okay here we go now y'all know i'm a nerd i love puppets i love okay i'm making i'm making some puppets and i'm doing and i'm doing a thing that's a hybrid it's a combination it's got puppets it's got um green screen animation and um but it's not for kids (laughs) okay yeah that's cool that's yeah. checked all my boxes. I'm there. <laughs> What's your Venmo? I'll send you the ticket. Please. That's kind of so. I'm creating this thing, and I'm doing a thing. The first one is about. I wrote this thing about my family, and I call it cool. um, "Fear of the Family Tree." Nice. Um, and it's got fairy tales interspersed in with my cool. family story with puppets. <laughs> so there you go. That's wicked. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Nice. That sounds great. <laughs> I'll send you guys a thing on it when it when my first one goes up. Looking for remember a show like, called the PJs? Um, yes, yes. Yes. I don't know why you're just talking. Claymation. It's not the same thing. It was claymation. Yeah, not the yes. same thing, but it definitely had that like. But you're not wrong. <laughs> I love that show. Anyway, continue. Yeah. I love all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, me too. A little bit of a adult-oriented uh, animated sitcom-based kind of stuff. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff I want to work on. And that's one of those things like we're still on lockdown. We don't know exactly how long this stuff is Mm going to, especially in the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. There's some stuff that's slowly trickling Mm -hmm. back out. But I would much rather come up with things that I can create and do on my own or with a smaller group, you know, that doesn't require somebody else to give me approval. Right. And then, like, agreed. Use Patreon (laughs) and YouTube ad money or something of that effect. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd much, if I can figure out, I know nothing about Patreon, so I might be asking y'all guys about that. This is going back to, let's say, the good side of, instead of the, the bitch in wardrobe, <laughs> <laughs> um, what kind of directors do you normally like? I'm, for me, I'm always so interested in, from the actor's side, what do they want out of a director? Like, you want a director to just kind of let you do your own thing, or do you want, like, a lot of input? Like, do you, are, you want, like, your motivation, or do you... I mean, do actors pretty much already know that stuff when they go in? Because you guys are professionals. You know what's up. But, mm. like, what what, what do you want from a director, generally? You want to hear, hear a funny thing? Um, yeah. I've been very fortunate, and I've worked with a few people that have won Academy Awards. and oh, have won Emmy. Yeah. And what's interesting to me is the people that have the best product, typically, um kind of they'll give you some notes and give you a direction but they let you go 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and people that micromanage the most um, tend to not have as high a quality product. That sounds bad, but I mean, that's kind of how it works. That makes a lot of Collaborative sense. Collaborative process. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. like, I, example, so like um, James Cameron. Yeah. I was on Dark Angel and um, Ooh, yeah. Jim did what turned out to be the finale that wasn't supposed to be. That <laughs> was one of the craziest, like, shooting schedules like we we at the time i'm sure it's happened it's 20 years ago i just did an interview about dark angel um two days ago which i think is really bizarre cool. mm-hmm. i love that show <laughs> it was a cool show it was a really cool show mm-hmm. um but jim actually directed you know the last episode that we did and he had the longest shoot days ever so yeah. People were in this prosthetic. I felt for all the actors that were in all the prosthetic makeup that took hours to put on. And we actually had a thing with SAG because I want to say it was over 24 hours, more than one day. Jeez. Mm. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's <laughs> but it was like nuts. It was crazy. But with a lot of people, there were so many people. But he would like ask you a question, maybe, or give you a, um, a suggestion, and then you go. That's cool. Do you know what I mean? Cool. But yeah. I, I worked with also, um, I, I was in La La Land, and I worked with Damien Chazelle. Mm-hmm. And Damien is the same way. Just, he just trusts you to figure it out. Yeah, like he basically. hired who he thought, like he, you have conversations with him, mm-hmm. and they tell you stuff. I also, like on t- regular television, I worked with some other, I'm not going to go in a whole list and be like that name dropper, because whatever. <laughs> but I've worked with other people that are that way, but I've also worked with people that every line, they're oh, on man. your neck. They're like, come on, mm. no. Uh, and they give horrible. you line readings. It's awful. So. Getting a line read is like the worst move, right? Yeah. But you, you know, Okay, so this is where it's funny for me. <laughs> if it's a line, yes, it is. In general terms, absolutely. <laughs> but if it's a line and I'm just fucking it up, yeah. tell me. Help me. Because I don't really okay. have ego attached to it. Like, I really don't yeah. care in that way. Like, I'm like, well, I just, I, I'm an actor, so it has to be. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's your right. project. I want to make it as good as possible. What do you hear that I'm not hearing? But if you do it right. for every line, then it's not my fault. It's your fault. Mm-hmm. You ever, you ever like come into the audition or whatever first script, script reading or whatever, and the director had like a completely different take, not a bad one per se, mm-hmm. but just totally different take on the character that than, oh, yeah. than you had when you read it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that happens yeah, pretty yeah, often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what happens a lot of times when you're on in a regular audition? Okay, I I kind of operate with that too because I feel like 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 you guys already mentioned it's a collaborative process so I go into it thinking it's going to be fun and I like an audition where they give me an adjustment because that means they wanted to play yeah they saw something and they want to play because the worst is you go oh that was great thanks Uh, right 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 yeah that's true that's true so tell me and then you know whatever but a lot of times my takes are different than what people initially saw anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That's just, I kind of come from a different place, I guess, a lot of times. So sometimes it works on my advantage, sometimes it doesn't. But I will say again, a lot of the people that get me are the ones that wanted somebody that came in with something that they've already kind of had, you know, and they'll adjust you because maybe something doesn't make sense that you didn't know from the story, right? So. Right. Hmm. You know, you couldn't know that I wouldn't have, I would have never known that this character was the actual killer, you know. So if they give you an adjustment for the one line, you know, then you're like, oh, OK, that's fun. Let's try it. 
you know, cool. it's fun. And then so you can cool, play yeah. that subtly into your performance, Absolutely. which could be like some foreshadowing <laughs> or something. Absolutely, I did one. Sh- incredible. I did one series, um, and uh, the executive producer they brought me in for something years before, and then the casting director was trying to find a job for me, so he kept bringing me in for random parts that didn't sound. They bring me in for a fat old white guy. They bring <laughs> me in for, like, I'm not even kidding. You have no. I'd read it and they'd be like, "What?" and they'd just go in. <laughs> so oh, I go. Man. And then they had one character that was close enough to who I was, and I basically got the job because I asked. They said, "You have any questions?" And the questions I asked, the the um, executive producer's eyebrow cocked, and he was like, uh, <laughs> "Okay, <laughs> go." And it's- so then I, yeah, tell me. Oh, sorry. I just I feel like it's it's interesting. Like like in a in the producer's eyes, if you're the most off all day, but yeah. you're the person that adjusted the best, that's like obviously a huge 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 in theory, plus. Yeah, mm-hmm. in theory, yeah. in theory, in <laughs> theory, or and and the off is it depends too. Like if there's a, if there's an off, that like if I just totally didn't get any of what they want this character to do in the story, like if if my decision if my decisions coming in were so wrong for the story right you know mm-hmm. then uh why y'all even talking to me you know so then <laughs> probably you probably gave the description was probably crap you know right but and and like a lot of those jobs those are the ones that like i don't get a lot of like the little small you know where you're just the you know just like uh, the accessory i don't get those kind of jobs that's cool so all right and as you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Tell this time to pay rent. <laughs> what? <laughs> there, there, there was this director. I, I don't know if you saw, if you were there, Wolfie, but Wolfie and I went to the same college. Uh-huh. And oh, yeah. we went to film school in Georgia. Okay. And so uh, I forget his name. He wasn't like a Spielberg or anything, but he was, he'd been around for a while. And he, he was saying to be known as a good director, for some reason he has like a Brooklyn accent or something in my memory, <laughs> to be a good director. Hire good actors. That's true. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That was yeah. his right fucking up. advice. And that was his advice. That's it. Yeah. He's 100% correct. Yes. <laughs> Make me look good. <laughs> Can I tell you high five? I'm telling you. And I've gone in, like I said, I've gone in to read for some like the big guns, right? And gone really yeah. far for big roles. And maybe I didn't get it because they had it. They, you know, went to a name that was already offered. And right. I've had, you know, directors actually come up and talk to me after and be like, look, I already made an offer to somebody, but I liked you. For, you know, right, nice. You know, whatever, and that they were looking for whatever that was. You know, right. So, cool. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes yeah. you got to slang t-shirts on the corner. Know what you were saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you have to start an extremely popular puppet YouTube channel. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> puppet, I know the puppet thing is real crazy, but I just, no, it's cool. No, it's good. <laughs> I'm all There's about. There's a the website. Puppet. There's a website called Project Puppet. I'm not sure if you know about no. it, but they have all <laughs> kinds of designs. The, the Muppet grade puppets are fairly easy to make. Okay, wait. Um, I know. I know. I'm making them right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. Not to get too far off the subject, but you guys, you said you were in Georgia. Were you out? Were you in Atlanta? We uh, were in Savannah, Savannah Georgia. Oh, I'm from near Atlanta. What school? Scad. Scad. One of my girlfriends is a professor there now. <laughs> But yeah, she's at she was at SCAD, and then they actually allowed her to move back to Atlanta, so it was a big thing. But I was asking because there's a Jim Henson <clears throat> museum, there's a Muppet museum Ooh. in Atlanta. Oh wow! So, you know, just so you know. I did not even know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
It's weird. <laughs> I was just in Atlanta for my high school years, so like I know it, but I don't. I I'm not like from there. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's understood. Weird. I get it. I'm the same yeah. way about Dallas. I, yeah. I actually went to high school in <laughs> Dallas, but I'm not really. You know. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's weird. Yeah. So uh, nowadays you're having a or it seems like voice recording is becoming more um, prominent in the industry for actors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, two questions, I guess. Uh, is it, has it been like an easier, an easy-ish transition to that? Do you prefer being out, you know, obviously in front of the camera or working in company of people? Um, also, my side question is, what, was, what are the parts that you enjoy most about voice acting against or how would you compare the two? Okay, first question. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that was a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. I appreciate it. He came at me. Um, <laughs> the first part um, about transitioning to voice acting, I've been kind of yeah. going this way for years now. I barely have on-camera cool. auditions. It's so rare because it's like I fall in a weird category. I'm one of those people mm-hmm. where I look like a lot younger than what they think I'm supposed to look like. Awesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it is. In the real world, it is. Thank you, Lord. Um, I got that too. (laughs) Then you understand. I haven't aged in ten years. I'm right there with you. I have an uncle that looked the same from the '70s until like recently. Really? You know what I mean? Like, it's just all of a sudden he said uh, no but then he only aged he only aged like five years when he did age oh okay so so. it's a weird thing so they bring me in to play by all in all honesty i should be old enough to have you know kids that are like adults now like you know out of high school high school age yeah. you know and nobody's casting me as that and they bring me yeah. in and they're like you just haven't aged and they'll say it to me, but they're not saying it to my reps. So my wow. reps keep trying to push it. And they people have in their mind that you're supposed to fit into a certain box, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. in voiceover, it doesn't matter. Right, right. So right. I've gotten to do the coolest things. You guys mentioned my Care Bears. I got to be on Care Bears. <laughs> yes. yes. I got, I got, but i love and i do a lot of little boy voices i did something oh yeah little boys and little girls i did a project uh year before last with kobe that kobe actually produced oh Oh, yeah that one yeah it was some kids it were kids with um and but i've done like a bunch of different you know and it's been it's been really fun and i i enjoyed that so it hasn't been it, it wasn't for me. Like a lot of people, when everything shut down, it was like, oh, let me hurry up and figure. I was yeah. already doing this. I was <laughs> already here, son. <laughs> Planned ahead. Yeah. 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 Oh, and I man. actually had all the stuff together. I, have, I, I jokingly call this my sound fort. I built this little recording <laughs> thing because, you know, most people put it in their closet or they have a yeah. little mm-hmm. corner. And my place, my place is built kind of crazy. So <laughs> I have a corner in my room that has like, you know, I have soundproofing and I have the whole everything. It's rigged. It's actually really clever because I've taken pictures when I've had other jobs and they wanted to see what your setup was before you do it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they're like, oh, okay, let's do a test. That <laughs> sounds pretty good. You know, Baffling. so, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like I said, I was already set up for it. And when we, when we actually went to um, stay at home orders, I was like, mm-hmm. fuck it. Let me just go ahead and um, make this, you know, set up permanent or semi-permanent you know what i mean yeah yeah Yeah, i was i was here i was i was ready (laughs) so that's first part and then you asked you asked what was the second part was it is it easier is that what you're saying or what was the second or uh do you miss or do you would you rather the live and in-person experience i mean we're 
kind of stuck because of the pandemic but is that something that you're like yearning to get back toward nope I mean let me think about it (laughs) nope (laughs) yes okay cool glad I I asked (laughs) I don't I don't I don't auditions auditions can be fun Uh what I don't like I don't like sitting in the waiting room with a bunch of actors thinking they're gonna psych me out Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh wow! It gets like a dude. It's toxic in the room. Huh? They try. In there, they, try. Mm-hmm. they try. They try. And There's everybody one. looks very similar to you, especially sometimes, if it's on film. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, and then it's really funny too. There's this one chick who I've known for years, and yeah. we audition for a lot of the same stuff. We're roughly about the same age, same complexion, similar features, and she's told people that I'm her nemesis. What? <laughs> right up. Nemesis! Yeah. Use the N word. What? Different N word. Um, oh, you said it. <laughs> I can say it. Um, so, <laughs> but it's, it's, it was like weird. And I'm like, I was always really cool with this person. And then to hear that, I was like, seriously? Like, I never, Nemesis. it never occurred to me. I walk into, when I go to an audition, I walk into the room without a job. If I walk out with the job, cool. If I walk out without, I broke even. Mm-hmm. Didn't lose anything. <laughs> that's true, nah. yes. Nah, yeah. so that's what it is. And people like, oh, well, you audition so much. And then when I get paid, I'm not paid for the job I'm doing. I'm paid for all the time I took to go to all those fucking auditions. Mm. Yeah. That's true. That's, that's how way I to look see at it. it. Yeah. 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 That's how it works. So I don't really trip like that. So yeah. um, auditioning, you go in and people have all this stuff in their head and they're trying to like get in your head and they're trying sweetheart i'm too old for all that i was never like <laughs> i just i don't have that in me i just don't care like that you know what i mean yeah so, i can see yeah yeah so i don't miss that there are casting people there's some casting people that are awesome that are so much fun to go read for that mm. i can't even say enough wonderful things about you know and so that part's you know and then actually the actual jobs some of the jobs are fun but then sometimes you're dealing with those people you sat with in the waiting room acting all crazy definitely by contrast the the voiceover work just seems so like so much fun dude i agree i totally we do skits on here uh pretty often and stuff so we pull out our best impersonations and things like that so i just like on a professional (laughs) level i can imagine how love that's not just so great it's so much fun to me at least you know yeah and like yeah. and like cause like you guys are doing your own thing with this podcast right so like yep. you get to decide what yeah. it's gonna be and you get to yes. do like most important yeah i love yeah. that i think it's yeah. great so yeah. does that answer your question <laughs> absolutely 10 times over <laughs> you're amazing awesome uh i guess this is the last question when it comes to Batman the Enemy Within, but I was curious, yeah. like, this is a character who, depending on your character choices, she goes in all sorts of different directions, especially by yeah. the end. She could yeah. either be working for Amanda Waller in the agency, she could right. be on the run because she confessed to murdering the Riddler, or she could potentially suit up uh, and right. join Batman. So out of those endings, do you have a favorite? I would like for her to become a serial killer. No. Um, I mean, that, that's legit too. Maybe is she's that the a new dream role? Yeah. Dude, wouldn't that be fun to become a supervillain? We need to post haste write a Riddler gave her the taste. Would love to be a supervillain. She becomes the new Riddler. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That would be cool, actually. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So before we let you go, is there anything you can talk about as far as your uh, projects that are that aren't under NDA? Anything you want to plug? my puppets i don't know (laughs) (laughs) definitely throw an ad in 
Um, Send some art our way. We'll yeah, push it. yeah. When I do, uh, I'm actually building puppets. That's what I've been doing today. Um, cool, awesome, nice. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I should. I have nah. Everything is just like I said. I'm just in my little my little um, voiceover fort in my sound yeah. fort. Yeah, just recording. That's great. Nice. Yeah, recording and making puppets and shooting on green screen in my living room. Awesome. So yeah. Oh, green screen <laughs> for the puppets. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's I'm cool. telling you, I'm doing a thing. Like I, I did a test for um, I shot I've shot a bunch of stuff that I haven't put up, and I'm just not sure because I'm not a big social media person. So I'm learning, you know, as yeah. I'm doing mm-hmm. this, and so um, I shot a series, a video um, that uh, I called it like a selfie movie. I started it last year, like in October, cool. just <laughs> for fun. And I wrote this thing called In Defense of Crazy Stalker Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a love story on. told from the girl, the stalker chick's point of view, which is based oh, on a yeah. conversation I had with a real person. And uh. she was cra- bad shit crazy. And she didn't think she was a stalker. <laughs> and when you heard her tell the story, it kind of made sense. You know, so mm, I okay. shot I shot that on green screen in my living room and I played all the characters. Nice. And I'm like, dude, like I have a goatee. I look like Justin Bieber <laughs> with the facial hair. <laughs> and it's so much fun. So I haven't posted that anywhere, but I started doing it on green screen. And then I learned how to do a thing where I can, you know, like if you're on green screen, you can drop animation in the background. Right. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So I started dropping it and I was like, oh, and then I got addicted. So that's how I came up with yes. doing the puppet thing. So that's kind of my deal. That's incredible. Can't wait to see that. <laughs> Cannot wait. That's like everything I would ever want to do. <laughs> That's awesome. So that was Valerie Ray Miller, who voiced Tiffany Fox in the Enemy Within Batman Telltale series. What a fantastic interview. Yes. That was amazing. Won't you guys agree? Yes, it was fantastic yes. having her. Incredible. Thank you for setting that up, Ben. No problem. The glories of Instagram. Uh, so yes, hell yeah. it was the it was from a post where I did a comparison of Tiffany Fox in the game with Tiffany Fox as Batgirl in the uh, New Fifty Two storyline Future's End mm. that sort of teases that she's part of the League of Batgirls and that she'll in the future become uh, one of the Batgirls herself. Uh, but that version of Tiffany is probably like fourteen uh, or so in there, so very different yeah. from the uh, mid twenties ish version in the video game. I was surprised she she said that she wanted to be the serial killer. Like I thought she would definitely say suit up. That's badass. I thought so you too, know? but that's why I yeah. ask is like you never know. I mean, I didn't think that she would be like, oh, definitely working with Waller, but I wasn't expecting the serial killer part either. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see. She, she liked the ri- killing the Riddler part. That's, <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> it does make it very interesting. Like it's arguably uh, you know more interesting than just doing yet another version of. Batman goes to the circus and sees two acrobats fall and adopts the kid. You know, like it's it's a very right. different take on how those things would do, how how the whole mythos would go, which is exactly what Telltale is known for. They they twist everything. Are they, I mean, yeah, they did a great job with all that. But but yeah, so thanks for listening, everybody. This has been another great interview. Uh, I'd like everybody to join the Shasta Army. That's the $1 tier on Patreon.com. We also have a $3 tier, and the $5 tier gets you behind the paywall and you can get our Patreon-only episodes, and we have a lot of content there these days. News, sketches, more comedy, and deeper dives. You get the deep dive through the main podcast, but you, then you get the deeper nuggets from Ben. <laughs> um, Even more nerdier shit that I've held back on. <laughs> granular as fuck. You need a goddamn <laughs> electron microscope to see that shit. 
But that's hey, we are the we are the microscope. So there you go. Yes. Um, and as always, like to thank Kooky Noms, Matt Herring, Elijah B, Shamrock Balls, and Aaron Willett. Please leave us a review on iTunes. That will help us immensely. And please record a bumper on your phone with your voice recorder app. Just anything would be great uh, showing your love for the podcast. And if you send that voice recording via your voice recorder app to the email superhousepodcast at gmail.com, you too can be on the show. And I am Thunderwolf Drew on Twitter and Instagram. And please check out Superhero Stuff You Should Know on YouTube if you haven't already. That's it for me. Uh, also, you check us out on Instagram at Superhero Stuff Pod, as well as uh, you can check my Instagram out at Ben Juan Writer. Uh, you can also check out our Twitter at uh, Superhouse Podcast. Nice. Actually, let me say uh, Aaron W. I mean, his uh, his Instagram is literally Aaron Willett Kingship or something. Oh, is like it? That. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we've also mentioned his name in like previous episodes, so I'm like, eh, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All this right. is Wolfie signing off. <laughs> <laughs> this is Andrew signing <laughs> off. This is Ben signing off. <laughs> Superhero Stuff You Should Know is part of the Greenlit Podcast Network.